Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Daira. Ooh. <laughs> it so, was Daira. Okay, so I started off like that because we had um we had a Patreon call and somebody, I'm gonna say her name, Destiny was like, why do you say your name like that? And I'm like, what do you mean? She said, Daira. I know your name is Daira. And I'm like, you know, that's a good point. I'm gonna start saying Daira. Do what you do, baby. It's it's your name. It's your world. I mean, my, just living in my it. whole family calls me Daira, but you know, in the world, I just go by Daira. But I'm cool with whatever. You know, I got my Moo shirt on. My Pique Moo. Right? What are you saying? You know what I mean. I love it though. It's cute. You know what I meant. Yeah. Like my cow shirt. Okay. <laughs> my. Ah, okay. I thought you did it on purpose. I didn't know you're literally trying to say cow. <laughs> I didn't know the animal. I didn't know the animal. I was just thinking about Doja Cat. <laughs> she said like, my shirt. Yeah. Some girl really tried to tell me that I looked like her once. Mm. And I was like, is that a compliment or is that a diss? Yeah. I, I don't know. Doja Cat? I, I don't see it. She's popping. But ahora, she don't got no eyebrows. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. But like, I'm feeling real Rico Suave. Her. I'm ready for vacation. Meanwhile, the weather ain't break yet. Mm-hmm. Y'all, she about to leave me for so many vacations. Like, she's living she her best so life. She so many. She about to no, go to Puerto not. Rico. Then she's, well, we're taking one trip together thus far. But yeah, she about to go to Puerto Rico. Where else you going to be? All right, I'm, I'm about to go see my family. Um, That's it. No, it was something else. Anyway, I'm about to hide in her backpack looking just like this. She got my Desi shades on. Yeah, I fuck with these. She mm-hmm. might not get these back. These about to be nah, my summer babies. You crazy as hell. These about to be my summer no, boys. No. Wow, you see, sharing isn't no. caring. <laughs> I will let you use my my Ray Ban. Anyway, and what's popping, y'all? You got any juice thus far this week? Nah, I don't for got the fam? No, I don't got nothing crazy to talk about, but. So, if you guys listened to the episode where we were on We Still Like Each Other's podcast, we talked about a lot of different topics, but Stephanie brought up this show on Hulu called Planet Sex. We were like, yo, like, this show is dope. Like, I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it. So, I wanted to talk about certain things that we learned that I thought were interesting. So, this episode is going to be a little bit all over the place, but that's fine. Um... All right, so quick question. Yeah. Have you ever told anybody to all the time suck my dick? Babe, watch your mouth. <laughs> SMD. People know what SMD means. Yeah. I hope. Uh-huh. Potentially. Anyway, yes. All the time. Yeah. With with so much emphasis. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like really oh my SMD. God. Uh-huh. You know? My heart. <laughs> 
because I meant it. I said it and I meant it. <laughs> All right. Well, the reason why I asked that is because something that they talk about in the show is basically how like society has made it so normal for people to feel so comfortable to talk about penises. Penises. And like if you notice, like people think it's funny to draw like pictures of dicks. Like it's like they'll draw like in high school, people would draw it on, like, the desk. They would draw it in the bathrooms. They would use, like, fucking permanent marker and just draw it in random places. And they thought it was funny. But, like, have you ever seen somebody try to draw a picture of a clitoris or, like, a vagina? No, I don't even think females would go out in their way to draw a vagina. No. Like, that would be considered weird. Like, what is that? Ew. And honestly, <laughs> I think that that's because vaginas are criticized more than penises are. Like, you would think that, and now that I think about it, that's crazy. You would really think that, like, all penises look the same, right? Like, out of, obviously, until you actually see penises. But, like, throughout high school and stuff, I don't know what word I was going to say. But, like, you see people draw it. You mm-hmm. see, like, you know, they they idolize it. And, mm-hmm. like, it's just this uh, perfect thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Penises are just as ugly. Like, it's not just, and, like, guys... Or just, like, society in general made it seem like vaginas are just, like, ugly or, like, not appropriate and, like... Yeah. The fuck? Right. So, I feel like it's just a society thing. Like, I feel like for so many years, it's just been normalized for people to talk about penises, draw penises, but they don't really ever talk about the clitoris. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why a lot of men don't know where it is. Mm -hmm. So there's like TikTok videos that I've seen go around where they'll ask them, they'll show a picture and they'll ask men on the street, can you show me where the clitoris is? Mm-hmm. And you know that. what, and you know what they pointed at? Usually the inside, the <laughs> opening of your vagina. They would, they would point as at like the urethra where like we pee from. So they're confused. Mm-hmm. They're lost <laughs> all over. Um... So basically, I did some research, and I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, But basically, the clit is basically like a small penis. So when you do say SMD... You are... You you mean it. Right. Like, kind of got a a little pee-pee. Yeah, it's there. Mm -hmm. I come correct. So (laughs) I learned that the clitoris is about four inches long. In total, and the little button that we see is called the glands, and it's about one to two centimeters long. Mm-hmm. So, if you say that shit and guys be like, fuck out of here, let them know, like, I really do have one, though. Like, yeah. low-key. Yeah. Like, Google it. <laughs> Google me, baby. Because Google is free. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, because they low-key be like, you ain't got one. Mm-hmm. You ain't got one. Like. No, but I do. You don't even know what I got because you don't even know where to find the spot. Right. What's up? Let's talk about it. Just doing yeah, the wrong thing, bro. We, we found out through uh, Planet Sex, which yeah. again, uh, if you guys have not watched it or would like to watch it, it's uh-huh. on Hulu. And Cara Delevingne is actually the like the, the host. host. And uh-huh. she's like traveling all around the world mm-hmm. and and she gets into sexualities, mm-hmm. all types of like, you know, sex, porn, yeah. all types of orientations and how it is around the world and, you know, how everybody has grown from it or how mm-hmm. society is trying to grow from it. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. 
Um, I wish I could travel the world and do that for a living. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then another thing that she kind of like um, went into is like orgasms and pretty much like the science behind that. And like she was like sitting down and they put like a device in her where she was watching porn and they kind of basically just saw like her levels of like how aroused she was when she saw gay sex i mean gay porn and like straight porn and they even put like animal porn animal porn yeah, I'm like, okay, like that's, a little much. Things. that's a yeah. little much um but some facts that i found myself was that 81 percent of women don't orgasm from intercourse alone without additional clit stimulation mm-hmm. which is crazy because I feel like a lot of, there's obviously a lot of straight women out there and that's what they're having intercourse with men. Mm-hmm. And then it also said that 86% of homosexual, okay, let me start <laughs> over. What? 86% of homosexual women just usually or always orgasm during part- partnered sexual activity compared to just 66% of bisexual women and 65% of heterosexual women. Mm-hmm. So the gays are just having more orgasms 86 percent of them and the straights 65 percent of them are are having orgasms are they are um and then the last fact that i found was 59 percent of women have faked an orgasm that's a lot that's a lot 59 percent are faking orgasms but in the same breath 65 percent of heterosexual women are orgasming it's not making sense no say um (laughs) have you ever faked one I mean, yeah. Mm. I don't think. I think we've all faked one. To who? Oh, girl. That's that's not here. Oh, okay. (laughs) No worries. No worries. You're okay in my book. (laughs) Yeah, solid. Um, I I don't know. I mean, it's happened. Mm -hmm. I think in the especially in the beginning stages of your sexual journey, where you kind of don't even know what it's supposed to feel like or what you're supposed to be feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that in your beginning sexual journeys, you think it's about pleasing the other person and you don't think about the pleasure of your own. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of things to think about in the beginning stages of sex. Mm-hmm. So um, I think if you're not one of self-pleasure either, then you really don't know what you're supposed to be feeling. So I think that was me in my beginning stages where I didn't know. Um, and I really was like, what's the gas? Like, <laughs> the, what is going on here? Like, uh-huh. I don't Okay, that that just happened, but I'm gonna just fake it till I make it because I want this shit to be over at this point. Like, you know, now this shit getting awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, eventually you kind of learn yourself and realize, like, okay, uh, I didn't. That wasn't an orgasm. Was I didn't really yeah enjoy that much, you know. And then you always go off for the pleasure of the person. Like, okay, they, as long as they did, that's all that matters. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like I'm pleased with that. Until you start to act, until you really have one, and then you know, like, okay, I'm like I know I can have one. Yeah. I just haven't had it right. with the right people or people, you know. And mm-hmm. you're not always gonna get it with everybody. You have to learn everybody. You know, mm-hmm. you have to learn sexual things yeah. with each person. It's different. Right. Um, but I definitely can say that I've, I've faked it before. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Tragic. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. <sighs> but there was also another thing that uh, Cara Delevingne said when she w- when they were like um, testing her blood while she was sexually aroused. And it I don't remember the word. Do you remember that big ass word? Oh. Uh, something about that we... 
Oh, produce, Steph- Stephanie talked about it in the Yeah, video. we pro- I just thought that that was cool. Like we produce uh, mm-hmm. basically a uh I guess like cannabis within our bloodstream or like within our bodies when we're sexually aroused. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the word, but it sounds just like it. It's like a natural, it's like a natural high or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why they're like, you get tired after sex. Mm -hmm. And that's why you're like all like, oh, in the clouds and and Mm -hmm. loopy doopy and shit. So I thought that that was cool. Yeah. Or you like want to take a nap. Yeah. Uh And you're just like, oh. Yeah. That sense of relief, but like. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I thought that that was cool. So if you know, you know what that feels like, then you just had the time of your life. I bet. <laughs> right, <laughs> and that's okay. That can follow with self pleasure too. Get yourself a rosy. They should sponsor us. At I, this know, point bro, I know, bro. I know. I know. I know. It's like it's, shut up, shut stop talking. Up. Right, but it's just like it really was well worth it. But you gotta get the actual one. Yeah, because there's one with like a little tongue. Mm-hmm. A little tongue, or I don't, it's like weird. It just looks fake. It has like a out, like something sticking out instead of the suction hole. Yes, in. instead of like a, it actually looking like a rose. Mm-hmm. So don't get that one. Get like the actual one. And they used to sell it on Amazon. I don't know if they still do, but I feel like now they have like a whole website for it. Yeah, now it's super expensive. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm glad we got it when we did, because <laughs> it's crazy. All right, all right, all right. So. The other point that I what well, go ahead because I like this part. Oh, <laughs> so the other point that I wanted to talk about is that the three genders. So did you know that in Oaxaca, Mexico, they have three genders? I actually thought that was crazy, but I feel like we heard somebody discuss this one time prior to seeing this. Yeah, I mean, we had Robbie on, and they talked about like two spirited okay. um, people, but. Basically, in Oaxaca, Mexico, they have this third gender called um, Muxe, and it's um, spelled M-U-X-E-S. So that's recognized as like a third gender, and it's really not based on like sexual identity. It's just like um, more about like spirituality. Um, And yeah, it's pretty dope because I feel like I mean, I know that they do this in other places. Mm-hmm. I know that it happens like nat- like in Native American cultures and things like that. But I really want to focus on on Mexico because I feel like sometimes the Hispanic community could be so against LGBTQ, yeah, you know, anything. Right. And they sometimes assume that these people who are um mouches, that they may be gay, but they're not, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's just basically how, they're, like, they're presenting themselves. So it's it's kind of like, I don't know, it's different for sure. Um, I want to also talk about, like, some other things that I learned about them. But pretty much, um, I was doing my research, and it was saying that Out Magazine said that the first thing most people notice about Mouches is that they appear to be men dressed as women. Some have had their breasts in hands, others have had nose jobs, but most wear long hair, dresses, and some makeup. And pretty much their role is basically to um, be like that traditional caretaker where they they cook they embroider they work as hairdressers they complete like 
chores around the house they care for children and they care for like the elderly and i think that's why in their culture it's just seen as it's like seen as more respectful because you are taking care of like your loved ones Mm -hmm. you know kind of like you're just taking on the role of like Mm-hmm. Like you said, that caretaking. Yeah. So it, it's that that sense of nurture. Right. And I think that that's cool. Like you're, you're mm-hmm. serving a purpose and serving mm-hmm. your family, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. Why do you think that, like, this is something that they don't talk about in school? Because I n- never heard about this till like, I recently. I never heard of it either. And, you know, I obviously hope that those who know what we're talking about um don't take any offense in case we may be wrong right you know we don't we're just now learning this and Mm -hmm. obviously we want to put out what we learn you know um but i thought that that was cool because i would have never thought you know three-spirited two-spirited like what Mm -hmm. the hell yeah but i mean i think that that's awesome that people can i like people of different culture especially like as spanish people too i think like everything is that we come off or like that we think of is through spirituality Mm -hmm. and stuff so i think that that's cool that they see it as more of like a you know just an inner thing you Mm -hmm. know not just like oh you know that that surface level you're gay or that sexual aspect of it so I don't know. I think it's cool and I think it's it's respected. It's kind of like it's it's that idea of like this isn't something that I can control. You know, mm-hmm. this is something that comes from a higher, yeah, you know, place. Mm-hmm. Something more than me. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's actually pretty cool because yeah. then I think when you if you're that much into the spirituality of it, then who are you to point fingers and blame and be like, well, why are you like that? Yeah. Like, most people are like that. Yeah. It comes from our higher up. Yeah, but it's just crazy because I feel like with the whole non-binary thing, like, people are acting like this is something that just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, this has been around for years, like mm-hmm. we said before, clearly. It's, like, a cultural thing, too. It's not just a trend. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think... I- the U.S. Like the, always the comes USB out. behind on things. I feel like. Yeah, I'm about to say. I feel like when things come out culturally and like people like actually experience all these different type of culture things mm-hmm. outside of the U.S., mm-hmm. I feel like they're like, "Whoa, I never thought about that. I never seen life through that window." Mm-hmm. And then they come back and not necessarily bring it here, but I think they try to add the, that culture to their life. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how. I guess, so to say, we're so late to it. Yeah. You know? And we're, you know, obviously try to, people, like, you you don't just get it. It doesn't just come out of thin air. Like, yeah, obviously much. it comes from somewhere. There's a background. Like, we're not just making shit up. Right. Right, so, from thin air. Yeah, but I do think, like, obviously we're, we're very much controlled. Mm-hmm. Everything that we have access to social, you know, social media-wise. And for years we've been... Um, you know, hindered in what we know and what we think. And, you know, I I hate to say it, but I think, like, that's just because of the world we live in. Like, being Mm -hmm. in the U.S., they definitely get to pick and choose what we see and what we know. That Mm -hmm. was, like, the TikTok I sent you where the guy's like, houses are not meant to be bought. Like, houses are not meant for people to buy, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's a bank thing. Like, Mm -hmm. same thing with college. Like, banks 
you know, higher people created, rich people created that, you know, mm-hmm. that's not meant for people of, you know, low status and, you know, in that, um, you know, poor mid range lifestyle, yeah. you know? Um, so I do agree. Like, I mean, that's why it's called the American dream. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're, se- they're constantly selling us shit, you know, mm-hmm. to make them the, that 1%, yeah. you know, richer. So but, I mean, we're made a, fools for it's a, sure. It's a good investment, obviously just having a house. Yeah. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, there's definitely ways to do it without having to put your hard earned. They be doing it, too know? much with the prices. That's what they do. Uh, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. uh, I think, yes, we're very much hindered and you know, and what we're, they want us to see mm-hmm. because the very moment that you know something that they don't want you to know. Uh, well, that's where they're trying to get rid of TikTok, I feel like. Yeah. Because I feel like ever since TikTok came out, we have seen so many, too much. so many, inf- like so much stuff that we don't see on other social media channels like Instagram yeah. because Instagram and Facebook obviously work together and they filter things so we don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like with TikTok, it's just so open. Like you learn so much about it. Yeah. Like it's not just a fucking dance app. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, this shit's for kids. People are actually using it for more knowledge. There's things. so many things. Like there's so there's people who basically like go on TikTok and talk about like the news mm-hmm. that you don't see on the mm-hmm. news, like shit that actually matters. So much, yeah. And you learn so much because they explain it in a way where you can understand it. And I feel like the media sometimes they be making shit sound so complicated are you tired of conforming to the traditional dot-com domain website norms did you guys know that there is such a thing as dot gay instead of dot com and not only do they provide a platform for lgbtq plus communities to showcase their identities but they also make the internet a safer place by banning hateful and homophobic sites when you register your .gay domain name, 20% of your purchase goes directly to LGBTQ plus organizations like the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation and Centerlink. And you can contribute to advancing LGBTQ plus rights by having your very own .gay domain. Over 20,000 individuals, organizations, and even big brands like Target have already jumped on board with the .gay domain. Visit www.lesschatpodcast.gay to claim your free .gay domain name for a year. Thanks to their registrar partner, porkbun.com. Tell your friends. Yes. You learn so much stuff from TikTok and they're trying to get rid of it because they don't control it. And it's so funny like seeing these videos because people, these people really don't know how TikTok works. Like, they really was asking him the dumbest questions ever. Um, The CEO of TikTok. Like, they were just asking him the dumbest questions. Like, just stop. You're embarrassing yourself. Um, But, yeah, I think that the reason why they don't teach us this in school is because, like, they just don't want us to know. Yeah. And it's just a shame because I feel like if you're Mexican, like, you should, like, you should learn these things. Like, they should. I don't, I don't know. I feel like school can be... There's so much things to learn, right? And we've always just learned about like the American history, which is fine. That's okay. But for people who are not from here, if you don't learn from like your parents, where else are you going to learn? Like you're going to have to do your own research, obviously. But it's hard, you know, like teaching yourself things isn't easy. Um, Like my parents, I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican, but my mom and my stepdad taught me about 
um, which is a movie that I want to see with you, Las Mariposas mm -hmm. in Dominican Republic, where basically they had this really crazy, abusive president called Trujillo. Mm -hmm. um, and they were, like, fighting against him and, like, his laws and things like that. And he, he got them killed. Like, he would kill people left and right. Like, and, like, even in the movie, you just saw how people praised him. And he, he had, like... A relationship with someone who was super young like it was so weird yeah. everyone had to have i might be making this up but everyone had to have a picture of him in their house like who are you a god like That's fuck out of here fuck out of here but yeah it's he was so crazy that people like really think that highly of themselves amongst everyone else it's giving like, you really it, think you it's giving hitler that much power over people like he, everyone he was like hitler pretty much that's but yeah, scary to me. Um, there's like movies out there. They have a couple. I think they have one on Hulu called La, La Mariposas, and it's about like three sisters that I talked about. Um, but I want you to watch it so you can learn more about like the Dominican culture and all that. But yeah, back to back to this. Um, they just don't want us to learn these things at all. And what can you do? Yeah. Um, but something else that I learned about. The Mouches is that every November in Oaxaca, the four-day-long celebration called La Vela de las Auténticas Intrepidas Buscadoras del Peligro. I'm going to translate face. that. I'm going <laughs> to translate that. The celebration of the bold seekers of danger. It takes over the streets as locals gather in honor of the members of their third gender. They got a whole holiday for them. That's awesome. Four days long. That's a good time. Tragic. I mean, you gotta think about it. You gotta wait all year just to have those four days. So, four days well deserved. Right. Should have made it seven. <laughs> Should have gave it a whole week. Right. And something that someone said, and I quoted it just because I thought it was like so nice. But someone said, "Here, my people's worth is measured by their work and their contribution contribution to their community. They are not valued by their money." or for their sexual orientation. What matters is how you contribute to your community and that way you are accepted. And that way you are accepted. Yeah, you 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 get what I meant. But pretty much like money, who you date, really doesn't doesn't matter. It's really about how you treat people, right. how you treat your community, things like that. And I feel like that's something that we lack here in the US. Mm -hmm. um, it's about what you got, what do you have to show? Yeah. How much money you how much money you making? Yeah. Like I What's your house look like? <laughs> Where you live? What kind of car you drive? Like we are really workaholics in the US. Mm -hmm. So I studied abroad in Barcelona for a summer while I was in school. I got a scholarship for it. And it was really an eye-opening experience. Like I feel like I definitely encourage people to do more traveling. But when you do travel, like get outside of the hotel and like go to like just visit like the the community and where you are so since i got to live there i had to live with like a a lady who would host us and she would like cook breakfast for us she would do our laundry it was like i was like wow, wow i never had somebody do my laundry right. um and i have my own room it was very small though but it was fine and my roommate also had their own room um and every day i would walk like 20 minutes to class and i would just like just be in awe of like people like it's so weird but like over here when you go to new york and things like that nobody stops they still be walking they cross the street no matter what the light could be red green 
yellow, orange, whatever. They don't give a fuck if a car is coming. They're gonna they're gonna walk. Over there, they like the people who walk have a light and the people who are driving have a light. And they do not cross unless their light is green. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would just keep walking because I'm like, guys, there's no cars coming. Like we could go. But I feel like their way of living is like relax. Mm-hmm. Like they would close certain shops down during the middle of the day to have a siesta, which meant that like that's like their napping time or their like chilling time where they in in the middle of the day they take a break. So you're gonna have to come back later. It's like bittersweet, but it's just good for their mental health. They're not working all day. They're not working 12-hour shifts. Like, they're yeah. not doing all of that that we do. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. cool. It definitely gives you perspective, mm-hmm. you know? Again, seeing other people's way of mm-hmm. living. I also saw... See, TikTok just be bringing shit to light. I saw a video. I sent it to you, I think. And it was like... um, It was some audio saying, oh, who are the most hardworking people and it was like oh hispanics and mm-hmm. and and who are who makes the, the least amount of money out of all um you know backgrounds and they were like hispanics and they were like who are the happiest and they were like hispanics and it yeah. shows all the hispanics you know working hard at it out but like at the end of the day like happy because of you know just yes i'm not making as much money yes i have to work hard just to make a living but it's like Mm -hmm. i have my family Mm -hmm. you know they find peace of mind and happiness at home and at the fact that they're even uh well enough or healthy enough to work that or that they do have a job for this you know time where i can provide for my family like you know you know why i think it's like that though first of all it's annoying like why why are hispanics the most hard-working people but we get paid the least that's fucking tragic. But anyways, I feel like sometimes like um sometimes I feel like bad or I feel like privileged because I know that for my parents it was really hard for them growing up. Yeah. So I feel like the reason why like my parents and other Hispanic people are so happy is because they left their country for really bad reasons. Like not bad reasons, like good reasons because it was just unsafe it no jobs like no like just no security like you know and they came here and it's so much better here that to them it's like i'm living life Mm -hmm. like this is so good compared to what's back at home yeah wherever that is if that's dr mexico wherever you're coming from like it's like over there it's just where they're from is so unsafe that they had to escape Mm -hmm. sometimes they even have to like escape with like their kids and things like that that's hard yeah um, so I feel like they have this mentality because they know what it's like to really be like in poverty. Yeah. And I feel like with some people here in the U.S. sometimes like they don't know how lucky they have it. And right. I always say that we have so many resources in the U.S. And like I'm like, Why like my so family in DR, they don't got they don't got much. And one thing that my mom does all the time is like she'll send them clothes. So she'll fill up these like big tanks or like big boxes and she'll just put a bunch of clothes. Like all my old clothes, even JoJo's old clothes, she was like, give it, give it to me because she was gonna send it to the ER. And it's funny because when I go there and I see like the people in my community, I'm like, that looks like my shirt, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um I love that because I be I'm like, I need to get rid of these clothes and it makes me feel better that I don't have to throw it out. 
Oh, yeah, no. So I'm like, all right, it's not money wasted. Like, it's still mm-hmm. good clothes. And I actually be offended when I, like, be like, hey, you want this? Or, like, somebody I know. I'm like, you want it? Like, oh, like, you nah. should You should never throw away clothes. Like, if y'all don't, y'all could send it to Salvation Army. Like, y'all could drop it off in one of those things. Never throw it in the garbage. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's like, I think about things like that. And, like, I grew up in DR. I went to school in DR. And it's like. Sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, we have it so good here mm-hmm. compared to other places. Yeah. <sighs> so be grateful for what you have. Yes, be very grateful, honestly. All right, so we're going to give a quick family meeting. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, did, was that it? Was that the end of that? Yeah, that was it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you guys like this episode. If you haven't and would like to go watch Planet Sex mm-hmm. on Hulu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you ain't got nothing else to do. Anyway, well, after you watch us, of course. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to get into the family reading real quick. Um, We're going to read this first one. Yeah. Or this one. Okay. Uh, I'm a stud that just got out of a seven-year relationship with my girlfriend a few months ago. I, def- I identify as lesbian, but sometimes I dip my toes for fun. And I recently started messing around with a male friend. I like him a lot, and the sex is amazing. Things were cool, but then we started talking every day. My fault. Okay, I guess you're saying that's her fault. Mm -hmm. And he broke things off because he wants a relationship while I don't want anything serious right now. I never thought I'd be in this situation. He's cool with me messing around with other girls, but I don't know what to do. Ah, bueno. (laughs) (laughs) I think that... He should understand that if you just got out of a seven-year relationship, of course you don't want anything serious. Yeah. It's like not only do you have to... I don't know. It's like you got to deal with with that aspect of it. And then I'm guessing that you talked about your how you identify because we need to visualize it. So... What are people gonna say? Like, oh, look, look, she, she's a stud and she's with a man. Like, that's crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, people are definitely gonna talk shit. Like, it's just the reality, reality of it. They're gonna talk shit because when you don't see too many stud-looking girls with men, you don't see too many bisexual studs. Is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Not that she's bisexual, but she is messing around with a man. She had an ex-girlfriend for seven years. Um, but yeah, seven years is a long time. Like you need time to heal. You need time for yourself. You need time to really reflect on what it is that you want. Um, you need time to just reflect on your sexuality too, because obviously from dating a woman to a man that being so used to dating a woman for seven years to then go dating a man, that's a big difference. Yeah. You know, it's like a lot to adjust to really. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you go from dating women to a man to like a guy, mm-hmm. it's like that bro relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when you're a more masculine presenting female. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think it's real. I think to an extent it feels easy and more chill because you're like, you expect them as a, you know, the guy as. Of being a guy that he's not going to give a fuck as much. It's not going to be, you know, as many things that's going to bother him. So it's like, I don't know. I think you have this idea that it's going to be easier because he's not going to care as much. You shouldn't care as much. So it's not always going to be confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I think it's where it lands you into that bro relationship type yeah. thing. So it's like it's easier, feels cool, it's chilling uh, until you're really mistaken and they actually fuck with you. Yeah. And then you're like, what? Yeah. If I wanted this, I'd have stayed with shorty. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think you was going to be the one bitching and complaining. Not yeah. bitching and complaining because, I mean, they're, you know, their feelings are valid. You, there's guys who end up really sometimes fucking with you more than... You know, you would expect to mess with them. Um, so, I mean, I agree. Like you said, seven years, you've come fresh out of a relationship. But I also think what was the picture, what picture were you painting to him as well? You know, um, he should have had understanding or I would assume that you guys had that conversation previous that I don't want anything serious. And, you know, at if at any point you feel like you're feeling a little bit more or you're wanting a little bit more obviously he sh- it should be a conversation that you guys have but uh he also you know has to respect the fact that you may not feel the same or may not want the same thing um, and then you also mentioned that he's cool with you like messing around with other girls like that, when guys say bullshit. that it's like but i feel like when guys say that they be saying it in a cocky way like okay like like, I don't care. Like, a, yeah. a girl's nef- definitely not going to take you away from me. But are you cool with him talking to other girls and dating other girls? Because then it, it's just like an open relationship. So that's what y'all got to talk about. Because he needs to realize that if you are going to be dating other girls, that might also be like a serious thing that you might pursue because you've dated women in the past. So it's like, he's okay with you dating other girls, but does he realize that it could be a serious thing it's not just like a hookup because with girls it's so hard to just hook up mm-hmm. i think like guys say that too and then they really don't mean it yeah like be like, real. They, like you said they say it with the idea of like all right you know like what she yeah, got on yeah, me yeah. or it's with the also the idea of like all right like maybe i can fuck with the shorty too <sighs> um but yeah. most times i mean at least in my experience they really was like oh yeah you know i'm okay with it and then when the time rolls around they're like yeah now nah, like i'm i like you too much basically it's like all right i'm fucking with you a little too heavy for you to pursue anybody period <laughs> other than you know but yeah. um yeah that's hard i think like i said you guys sit down have that conversation and if he mm-hmm. can't handle the same arrangement you guys got going on, um, then maybe you guys just need to put an end to it. And if you plan on keeping it a friendship, keep it a friendship back the way it was. Right. Um, it's really up to you right. and how you like, feel. Don't don't rush yourself into another relationship just because he's ready. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's gonna yep. end in a disaster. Big facts. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. So I've been with my girlfriend for almost three years now. She's a couple years older than me. About a year into the relationship, I asked her if we would ever have kids or get married. She said yes. When We even had a best friend who agreed to be our sperm donor. I feel like we read this before. You always say that, but I no. Do. Okay. I don't think so. So recently I asked her again about the kids part and she said, she told me she doesn't want kids and that she doesn't want to get married either. Apparently, she's never seen herself doing either of those things. I've always seen myself being a mom and having kids, so I was pretty shocked that she even said that. I don't know if I should either stay in the relationship and sacrifice something like that for love or leave and find someone else with the same goals. I'm just not sure that I can love someone the way I love her. 
I know that's corny, but that's just the truth. Please help. I feel like I've no, heard this we before, did not but okay. That. No, I would have mm. remembered. Well, if we're if we read this before and we're doing this again, no, we, guess we what? did not. I, I feel like remember. we did. But I anyway, I think that's a hard, sticky situation, and that scares me. I think that would scare anyone when they have this idea that they want something. Um, I think that's hard. Uh, and I feel like if she felt like that always, then she should have just stayed with that. You know, um, I know that people don't believe people the first time they tell them like if I started dating you and you told me you didn't want kids or you didn't want marriage and then it's like all right that's I don't agree with that but okay let's continue and Mm -hmm. see if maybe that changes like let me Mm -hmm. let me show you or like see if I can sway you um I feel like people have to stop having that mentality that they could sway someone to be the person they want them to be Mm -hmm. if someone doesn't want to be that way they're not uh Every once in a while, it may change, you know? Yeah. People do have a change of heart, but that has to be on them, you know? Mm-hmm. That can't be off the strength of you swaying them or planning this idea or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they should want to do that. So I think that that's, that's hard. Uh, and if she's told you that before, sometimes we got to take people for their word. Uh, but again, I do think that if your partner felt like that already, they should have continued with that instead of making this broken or you know false promise to Mm -hmm. you that okay yeah we'll get to that someday and then like you know i feel like when you entertain the conversation um not saying that it shouldn't have been a conversation but Uh i feel like when you entertain it to the point where you're just like yeah 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 i'm telling you things that you want to hear so we could just let it go and you Mm -hmm. know or you're painting the picture that it could potentially happen Mm -hmm. it's again that false hope you're giving yeah. them, and that's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I think that she was wrong, I guess, for giving you that false hope. Um, but if you know for sure that that's what you want, mm-hmm. uh, you know, marriage and and family, and that's you know solely important to you, then I do think that you know that's something you have to take into consideration is what you want more than what they want. Yeah. I think people are allowed to change their mind, but I also feel like this is, if she said it before and then she changed her mind, then I guess that's where the confusion lies. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know. That's tough. I really have no, no advice for that. <laughs> Just got to go with what you want. Yeah, for um, real. You know, Obviously, you love her. So it's either your love for her or your potential future as a family. Yeah. Uh, but maybe you guys will have a conversation again in a little bit and, and come up with, with well, you know, a solution mm-hmm. to where you guys don't have to see an ending. Yeah. Maybe she'll change her mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I wish you best of luck with that and hope. That that changes for the best for you guys. Yeah. All right, now. I don't have anything else. Sounds good. All right, y'all. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Deuce, deuce, mother goose.